0: Bridge Toll California customer service number Highway miles to the gallon Ford Focus Thailand Cave Rescue Operation
1: What is schema F Best wine bars in San Carlos California
0: Best Western Hotels How old is Ronaldo What happened with Big good. engagement? How long before gift? a wedding should I send out the date How many games dates? are in the first series use of use I to playoffs. check email best on other email clients Identify fonts from where to enemy. find We Ryan Stout Welcome Welcome. to the Voices of Search podcast. My name is Ben Shapiro and I'm the producer of the Voices of Search podcast. And for the past four years and over 600 episodes of the show, I've also been the only host of the Voices of Search podcast. But starting this week, we're making some changes. So you can expect to hear more than one voice on the show. And as I started to think about which hosts to bring in to help us continue conversations about what was happening in the SEO community this year to help you better understand how to optimize your search strategies, I thought, who better to be our first guest host than some familiar voices that you've already heard on the show? Sure, you know Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton from their days as operators and advisors to our good friends at search metrics, but Jordan and Tyson have ventured off to start their own venture that focuses on SEO. Consulting and education for enterprise companies, and they're calling themselves Previsible. Previsible's goal is to provide support and education for enterprise SEOs like you. And this week, Jordan and Tyson are going to try to help you understand some of the basic principles of educating an enterprise SEO team. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true. ready for something exciting in 2022? Here's Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton, the co-founders of Previsible as our first guest hosts on the Voices of Search podcast.
2: Hey, what's going on? Thanks for joining us. My name is Tyson and I'm joined here with Jordan today. And this is kicking off the education and SEO week here on the Voices of Search. We've been on the podcast before for first time doing something a little different. We're flying on our own without Ben on this episode. This week, we're going to be talking all about education and SEO and the role that it has in your operations. So Jordan, thanks for joining us. How you been?
1: Great, Tyson. Good to be here. And and as you said, it's incredibly refreshing to do something without Ben this (laughs) week. Could quite possibly be one of the most popular things on this podcast. So I'm looking forward to to diving into this, and even more importantly, giving our listeners uh, some really useful insight into how education is transforming the SEO space.
2: Couldn't agree more. It is great to be here, even without Ben on it. But it's been a long time coming. But excited to get into this topic. So let's kick off and let's just talk about kind of like. How, where is SEO and kind of bringing into the topic of like, where does education fit into this new world of SEO? So like, what are some of the big changes and kind of like state of the union that you're seeing right now within SEO?
1: One of the interesting things, like even going back to like the first maybe like growth phases of the SEO industry and market as a whole going back to maybe even like the early 2000s or even like 2010, 2012 uh, period, so many marketers, so many business owners are still like making SEO the most important thing to their business. Like in every study I read, it's like 70 plus percent of either business owners, marketers, digital agencies all make SEO the top or the most important channel for their business. And so I think it's just remarkable. And I, we could spew study upon study upon study about this, you know, everything from the marketing profs type of studies, um, search metrics has done some studies on this HubSpot has done marketing studies, Moz has done studies on this, and almost unanimously, every single one of these studies, will come back with the same result, which is 70 plus percent of their participants think that SEO is the most
2: important channel. I couldn't agree more on that. And like another one just kind of dogpiling on like the study piece was one of the more recent ones by SparkToro that was calling out 59% of the world's web traffic is coming from organic search. And so I think businesses, obviously you see this as being a primary channel, but I'd say too even though SEO has been around for a while and like we've been on this podcast for however long, but still it feels like especially talking to some of like, whether it's startups or enterprise businesses, a lot of companies are still kind of struggling with this. How do we embrace this channel? How do we make this an active channel versus just kind of like a passive, something that we collected along the way. So it still feels like the need and the demand is like clear and it's there and there's more recognition of why this is an important channel. But there still feels like it's a bit of a ambiguous or mixed bag of like, how do companies deal with this? How do they embrace it? How do they actually like mobilize their teams to make this a more active kind of pursued channel versus something that's more passive? No
1: question, Tyson. I think that right there is why education is going to become the core tenant of the future of SEO because companies are no longer looking at this as a passive source many companies have made multiple investments in seo no study does this kind of quite well which is like how much or how often do you invest in seo there's many surveys out there that ask companies like how much money they spend on seo and like they try to get a budget and a budget range and stuff like that which is useful but like what i'm really trying to allude to is that consecutively businesses have either invested dollars or resources in SEO, and they have done now done so now for many years. And so we're in a different era where more and more businesses, digital or otherwise, have made a conscious investment in SEO. Now whether it's paid off or not, that's a different discussion than today. But what I'm trying to allude to, and the point I'm really trying to make is, there's a tremendous amount of awareness, and now there's a heightened degree of understanding When it comes to investing in SEO. And that creates this amazing ecosystem for education.
2: Well, and to just like putting some numbers to that. So there was an average estimate for companies budget towards SEO of like what they're putting into it. And that point of like, hey, people recognize this, they're investing more, but it still feels like there's that gap within how much education is embraced in with it. But like with companies fewer than 250 employees, there was an average spend of almost 300k annually. And then for companies or enterprise businesses that are over 250 employees, it was almost 700k annually spent on this channel. So I think like it shows that businesses recognize they're investing in it. But then when I think about like, okay, where are people learning this? And it's still very much an industry that we've all kind of like fallen into and then taught ourselves along the way. We're not seeing this information, this like, Curriculum embraced within academia, you have a lot of people, and there's a lot of good resources out there, which we'll touch on in a later episode, um, especially within this kind of like SEO 101 introduction. But it feels like everyone's kind of you're left on your own to figure out how do I manage an SEO program, how do I evangelize it within an organization? But it still feels like there's this gap, and we saw the first piece of when do we invest in SEO? Well, great people are investing. But now we still have this gap from like an overall education awareness with not just SEOs, but also those dependencies that they have within an organization. One thing that we've like touched on and we've had several conversations and presentations around this is the whole concept around SEOs working with other like cross-functional teams and stakeholders.
0: Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E
2: dot I-O. So what's your kind of perspective on for how does SEO become successful and why do they need to work with these other teams? Tyson, I mean, this is
1: a great area to really start in terms of exploring the education necessary for an SEO because the fundamental truth of the matter is that SEO is not a... A vacuum form of marketing. What I mean by that is, is, this is not a channel that just works by itself. There's this age old concept that the SEO is this independent person who sits in this closet and just, you know, is in this dark room and just works on little tricks and hacks all day and is on the dark web mining links from Bitcoins. That's just not true. Like The SEO of this century is literally someone who works cross-functionally, someone who understands PR, someone who understands paid search, someone who understands partner, affiliate, and all these other channels. And most importantly, understands how to prioritize and leverage them in order to create a larger search demand for that company's brand and products and services. And so that I think is where the world is today. Now it's taken quite a while. It's taken a decade to get to this realization, but we're there now. And most companies recognize that SEO just doesn't live by itself. And there's been so many conversations that I've been a part of this year where the SEO team is leaning on the paid search team and the paid search team is leaning on the SEO team to really, truly understand how to take the next step, whether it be with some sort of a removal notice from Google or a downward trend in conversions across the search channel, seasonality trends that have been just wonky due to COVID. All these interdependencies have become incredibly useful tools in understanding the data and how consumers are leveraging you know, products and services.
2: Yeah. And I think that's something that we both kind of share that passion for is enabling SEOs to bring their work to life. And I think we've both seen just some crazy smart SEOs out there that then struggle within the implementation or the kind of like building the business cases and operating within an organization. And one of the challenges that we have as SEO is, sure, you need that analytical skill set and you need that side to be able to analyze, understand what you're looking to achieve, what needs to be done. But then there's this whole other skill set of how do you get an organization, especially at the enterprise level, to embrace it, mobilize, and then actually bring those items to life. And I feel like I've been asked numerous times, like, oh, who's the best SEO out there? And it's like, well, there's tons of SEOs that are super, super bright and really, really capable. But it's like, if I'm to be asked like who the best SEOs out there are, well, it's the people that can wear both sides and kind of speak the business language, do the analytical analysis, and then actually bring it to life. Because ultimately, you're not driving any business value if you're not able to get your initiatives picked up. Exactly. Exactly. And the
1: challenge around SEO, and ultimately, I think the core of why SEO education is so necessary is because of that complexity that comes with data, right? That unlike other uh, direct response or digital marketing channels or traffic channels or growth channels, whatever you want to call them, however you want to label them, the formula isn't as simple with SEO. There is a multitude of data points that you can use at any given time to gain an understanding of what's happening in the market, how your own site is performing, what Google changes are and how those changes are impacting you. That is the complexity of SEO. It is you are always juggling more than three data points when it comes to SEO.
2: Yeah. And I feel like a lot of those same pieces are almost heightened or like amplified within the enterprise level where I've seen a lot of SEOs kind of making that transition from like a smaller business or like a startup and then kind of breaking into the enterprise level. And at the enterprise level, you have so many more dependencies from stakeholder groups, other team members. And being that we don't operate in our own vacuum and kind of like channel, it's like we need the buy-in from whether it's like IT, engineering, product, yep, content teams, marketing channels. It's like we have such a need and such a dependency to operate and be able to work well with those other teams. And you just see that kind of brought up to a whole new level when you're operating at that enterprise level. Exactly. And for
1: the the small business owners out there, this is also equally important for you because... If it's not the teams that you're working with in a big enterprise, it's the agencies, it's the upworkers and the freelancers, it is the the vendors and partners that you bring into your business. All of these constituents play a role in the effectiveness of your SEO. And so like, it's a slightly different nuance. It's not like the interdepartmental teams of a big company, but it is all those kind of Key stakeholders that you work with that drive your small business and help you be successful. It's just a huge ecosystem. So, Tyson, like with that, the reality that, you know, hey, this impacts small to large businesses. I mean, ultimately, how do you see the role of the executive or the manager when it comes to education and knowledge around SEO?
2: That's a great question. And I think it's something that we're hearing more and more from those executives as they're putting more dollars and more budget towards this channel is now it's kind of a question of like, okay, how do I manage this channel? And I think the biggest piece or the biggest recommendation that I would give to like kind of the executive on this is, yeah, the expectation's not to be that you're in the weeds like driving this channel. But I think the top things that you could do is one to help push that the organization embraces SEO. And I think that's both in recognition of it being an active channel. I think it's also in the sense of enabling those other teams to have that education, have that material so they can operate quicker. And it doesn't mean that everybody in the organization needs to learn about SEO, but it means that you give the pertinent information to the product engineering team, the pertinent information to the content writers and editorial teams. And so I think one, just pushing the awareness within the organization, enabling the teams that it is like a valued and like core channel or focus of the business is key. And those elements are then going to kind of trickle through the organization, gain buy-in, gain support, whether it's bandwidth, time, whatever it is. But I think like, those two pieces of like awareness and enablement are the best things that like, an executive can do. How about from your side?
1: I think that the executive education is absolutely critical. And like, I think this is where there's still probably the biggest gap. A lot of what we've probably already shared in this episode, the SEOs who are listening to this are like, yep, 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 yep. But like, the, the management, the core management in the leadership around SEO is just still incredibly weak. And I like to use this acronym RICM, which is roadblocks and roadmaps. That's the R, investment, that's the I, coaching is the C, and management is the M. And RICM are the components that managers and executives need to really understand when it comes to scaling and securing an effective SEO program in your business. And it's often really just, A struggle to be good at all four, but it's even a bigger struggle to have enough knowledge around all four of those disciplines when it relates to SEO. And the crazy thing is, Tyson, you and I, we run into this all the time. Questions from CEOs, CMOs, VPs about all four of those things. How do I deal with these roadblocks in roadmap? And how do I plan around SEO? How do I invest in this? Where do I put dollars? What tools do I use? What consultants do I hire? What kind of talent do I bring in? And then the coaching, how do I make this SEO better? I've never done anything with SEO. Now I have this amazing, really smart SEO on my team. How do I coach this person, make them effective? And then how do I manage all of this? How do I manage it from an upward level? How do I like tell executives? How do I tell the board? How do I tell the street? How do I... I'm a publicly traded company and I need to tell my investors about this. It's an incredibly unique place for SEOs and for the people who are managing it using this acronym RICM is a very helpful way of thinking about all the different areas of knowledge and insight that you need in order to be good at uh, at investing and scaling this channel.
2: Absolutely. Well, I think that wraps us up today on just like introducing this topic. You're going to hear from Jordan and I the rest of the week on different elements of education and SEO. We're going to cover things like what does your organization need to know? What are some best practices for educating your organization on SEO? What are some SEO education resources? And then finally, like how much is too much? We've all heard the expression, there's too much or I know enough to be dangerous. So it's like, what is that balance of enabling and educating your teams and your cross-functional stakeholder teams? And then where do you kind of draw the line? So really excited to start this new chapter with uh, being regulars here on the Voices of Search and having these weekly sessions on education and SEO. Really excited to be back on here with you, Jordan. And we'll see you guys later this week.
0: All right. And that wraps up this guest hosted episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to the conversation between Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton. They'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Jordan or Tyson, you could find a link to their LinkedIn profiles in our show notes. You can contact them on Twitter. Jordan's handle is jt Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. And Tyson's handle is Tyson underscore Stockton. Or you could just visit their website, which is previsible.io. yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data.